This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes. We are here live down here at the Zoomerplex taking your phone calls all about stuff. This show is about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere, stuff, stuff. We're talking about anything when it comes to a family heirloom, an item, uh, something that's been sitting around that has some sort of value. You've wanted to call in for a long time and you haven't. Today is one of those days. We are live for the next almost about an hour. And if you do want to call in, you can reach us right now. The number to reach us is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. The top of the show, we always say, get a pen, get a paper. Make sure they both work because there's a lot of information, a lot of numbers, a lot of locations, a lot of things to go through, a lot of sh- a lot of stuff to cover throughout this show. Again, the number is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Now, don't get that confused. The other things are going to come in. We have I other hope, numbers, other shows. What? I hope you get to my age. What? And you can't I, write as fast as you're... You have to say that number a little it's just, no, slower. It's just a reminder. You're a Zoomer in a training. I, I, that doesn't matter. You're a Zoomer in training. Hey, you got that number. I just said it to you. You know that number. People should have that number memorized. No, They'll but call you've got to say it a little slower because actually this week, two people called me at the store and actually said, Paul, I'd like to call you on the show, but sometimes the number goes off too fast. You know what you could have done was give them the number there and then. No, I actually... Oh. I gave them the answers to their questions there and then, but my point is they are not alone. There are some of our people out there, when you're saying getting pen and paper, they're going to actually getting the pen and paper. Then right away you give the number. So they haven't even got their pen and paper ready, and you're giving them the number. I want you to give them the number slower. Look at this as a selling feature. Now they came into your store to try to get the number. I know. uh, No, 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 no. This is good. This is good publicity. We can continue on with this. Uh, Next time I should say the number even faster. No, I, this is not a plan. If you do want to reach us right now, speaking of the number, to reach us right now, the number is 416-360-0740. No hand signals to try to get me to slow down. Otherwise, you're going to start seeing the number. Okay. And again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 And we're talking about anything through this stuff. We're talking about you know, uh, video toys, any um, custom jewelry, gold, silver, coins, stereo equipment, lamps, tins, bottles, fishing lures. The, the list goes on. It's not just that one thing that's been sitting there in front of you that you think, you know, I need to get a value on that. Or I've been considering consigning that. It's it's the other thing that's kind of sitting around it, it, the side of your, your... I've got a plan. What's the plan? Don't ask a question about something you've got. If you know your neighbor might have something valuable... Find out what it's worth. Call us up. If we tell them a lot of money, then you can go buy it off your neighbor and then sell it to us. Okay, so go walk to your neighbor's house, (laughs) walk in their house, and just see if there's any items around there. Take it from them and uh, go see if there's a value for it. That's that's the plan. So this show is all about not only your stuff, everyone's stuff, and just getting good value and and, uh, or seeing if it has a good value. And a lot of people have called in and been like very surprised. They've been like, whoa, like that's actually worth a lot more than I was anticipating, which is or a lot less. Which then you kind of keep it, um, you know, to yourself and uh, enjoy it. But, Give it to your kids. Wh- wh- Give it to something you don't like. Okay. No, what, why? But the idea is that we have people that are going to call in and find out what their items are worth. Now, have you told them who we are? Uh, no. At one, at one point. No, you haven't. Feel free. I'm Paul, and my son Bogart. He's a Zoomer in training. He's trying to learn this business. We're from Storage Wars Canada, and we do the, this is uh, Consignment Heroes. And we also did a show on Vision TV, with uh, which is right here under this, under Moses Eimer's uh, little empire here, is that it's one of the shows that we did. Um, it was um, actually it's a big empire. What am I saying? Little? It's a lot bigger than my empire. Um, you don't have an empire. I don't have an empire. No, you're right. 
But we did a show on, and people came in. It was, uh, they had like two, three hundred people in the audience. People brought their items in. Um, we want to, um, we're going to be doing this again sometime in the future. But so if you have some interesting items, something that have a story, something you can't describe, sometimes this is the problem. Some people, they can, they send me a picture and I know what it is right away, but there are, their powers of description are not so good. And well, no, that's why- it's when they're looking at something, they're like, well, something significant to this is the color blue. Well, yeah, you know, it might be, but there's other things that are pretty important as well. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm going to talk about a couple of things. This show is going to be a little bit more informative as well. We're going to talk about mid-century modern. We're going to talk about appraisals, and we're going to talk about gold and silver. I you know have we a do- plan. Huh? You have a plan? No, but because you don't. Someone has to have a plan in this duo. Oh. So someone's got to do the thinking. You're not very good at it, so uh, I have to do it. I just okay. do the talking. Yes. So we might even get the story in about the, cas- the casino and the Apple in, but it all depends how much time we have. But I want to talk about our friends also. We had a, bit, a good time last week at uh, at the Christie Antique Show. And my friends up at, I want you to go visit uh, Ron, which is on Highway 6 by the Dinosaurs. A lot of people know where that is. It's between Highway 401 and Highway 5. And it's, uh, like I say, you can see the dinosaurs. And he's got the best antique shop in Canada is there that's owned by one person. And the second best is probably uh, Southworks Antique Mall, 73 Water Street in um, Cambridge, Ontario, where they've got 100 dealers under one roof, 25,000 square feet. Are you supposed to say yourself? Like, aren't you the best antique? I'm, I'm the best appraiser. I don't sell everything. Remember what we do. Part of our thing is that um, we're multifaceted. We can either tell you to auction it. We will tell you what to, you can consign it. You can sell it. We tell you the best avenue to sell it and realize the most money. Other downsizers, they just want to invite in their friends and they just say, oh, yeah, I can take care of all this stuff. And I bring in Joe's going to go and buy all your stereo equipment and Sam's going to buy your Sterling and, and someone else going to be. But these are all dealers. And do you know what they do with it? Well, no then offen- they come and bring it to me. Yeah, no offense if you're Joe or Sam, though. No, I'm, these are fictitious names. No, they're not. Those are real names. They're real names, but they're not. You don't know who they are. Uh, I do. I, I have a Joe and a Sam as friends. Okay, they don't. Okay. Sometimes this is hard. So, I'm just saying that what we do is we'll get an item and we'll tell you the best place to put it. It's and we don't have to make the most money. We're trying to make you the most money. The more you make, the more we make. Not me, them. Yeah, them. Yeah. The, 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 the listeners, okay? Because if you're downsizing, you need us. If we're going to be talking to Rick later on the show, who does he's a real estate agency uh, a, a professional from Royal LePage, and he'll tell you the thing, you have to get your house ready. You have to declutter, declutter, declutter. You got to make it look as big as possible. People are buying land. And the big thing about land, they want to buy as much as they can or as much as they can see. And the more less stuff that's in your house, the more house they can see. These guys who come along and they'll they'll put up, uh, they'll bring in and they'll they'll stage your house, and they'll, you cost you five thousand dollars to stage it, and you get another five thousand dollars. That doesn't help you, and if it doesn't sell, you're still out the five thousand dollars. We try and just make it good with what you've got. We if the staging is what's necessary, we'll use it, but it's the last resort. Okay, the person who's buying your house wants to see it empty. If, you're, if you've been in your house for 50 years, the person who's buying it is not going to be 70 years old. They're going to be 35 years old, okay? They have different views, and they're going to see your house completely different than you do. And sometimes they're even going to knock it down and put a new house up. And that's why we have the land values. But I'd like to talk about that, and we're going to talk about appraisals today as well, and how appraisals and why you should get them. And what they mean about your jewelry. Well, and when you shouldn't get them, it's just stupid to do it. Well, why we're on the topic of houses, why don't we bring Rick on? Rick, right now? Yeah, we can do it. Oh, well, okay. Hey, hey Rick. Hey, good morning, guys. How are we doing? Fantastic. I'm uh, doing better than he is. Are you? I'm, yes. <laughs> uh, I was just listening to you, and then it's absolutely right. Right now, the fall market is in full swing, uh, making it the perfect time to sell your house. Uh, prices are up. Uh, people uh, are looking to buy houses. We have clients ready and willing and able to buy houses. And uh, they should be taking advantage of the market, and they should also be taking advantage of our in-home, free, no-obligation market evaluation of your house. This is where we go in and we tell you what your house is worth. But more than that, we tell you what the little things you can do 
to increase the value of it. And usually, it's like you just said, the other three rules of real estate, declutter, declutter, declutter. Um, you know, you have no idea how much just a little cleanup uh, can do to the value of your house because people don't want to see their stuff or your stuff when they come through your house. And it's usually very distracting. So by going in and decluttering, and, and by the way, we will help. You, Paul, you go in there and you help people with this. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's not like they have to do it alone. We're here to take the stress out of selling your home. Uh, we're there to not just evaluate your property, but uh, you know, tell you how you can increase the value of it for sure, uh, right. and with your help, Paul. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about is that you know, when they call and make an appointment, uh, we can discuss why uh, we should be the ones selling your house, uh, the options that that we have for you to to. <clears throat> Expose your property to more people. This is something that your local real estate agent can't do. Uh, your friend, your relative, your friend's relative with a real estate agent doesn't have access to the network that we have. And this is why we should at least go in and give you a market evaluation and at the very least, a second opinion if you already have someone chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we can, we can do something for you that most agents can't. Well, I know this, and we also want to make a bit of money. I know you want to make some of money. Course. It's okay. You can say of that. Course. We're allowed to make you know, money in this world. We're not allowed to retire in any one deal, but we're allowed exactly. to make money. Like I was in a house exactly. uh, this week, and um, there's the stereo equipment. I looked at it's going to be about probably three to five thousand dollars in stereo equipment that she was thinking about throwing out. I said, ah, "Is it really worth anything?" You know what I mean? I did a little bit of research mm-hmm. afterwards. I'm going to go back to her and tell her, I think we should actually make money on this. Where And you don't want to have, I'm not going to sell it. This equipment is not going to be sold to some dealer who's going to sell it to another dealer who's going to sell it to another dealer. We'll probably do it on consignment, right. try and get as much right. money as possible. on. And like I say, we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. Why do we sell right. to the world? Because the world has more money. And that's Absolutely. the whole trip to this. If you're selling... To Joe or Sam, which you're just mentioning, you're to the local market. It's very good to sell to the local market if you want to move something out right away and you don't really want to do any work for what the money you're about to make. But right. to make the real money, you have to sell it to the world. And like you say, give it exposure. You Exactly. If, if you're selling a house, say it's in Barrie or Innisfil. We have, actually, Innisfil, we have to buy a house in Innisfil. We have a customer who desperately wants to buy yep. a nice house in Innisfil. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just mentioning this. If someone has one, they ought to call me this week. If you're thinking about listing your house in Innisfil, or what's some of the others beaten up there, there's a couple other little towns. We have right. a, a very interested client who wants to move closer to their grandkids. And yeah. that's the biggest reason. They have a perfectly beautiful house where they live. But they want to move closer to the grandkids. And I can understand that. My grandkids, I'm a little bit more selfish. My kid, grandkids come to me. I don't go to them. But right. on a... Right. Uh, but I'm just saying we have someone up in Innisfil, but we're you're going to bring big money. We're going to bring Toronto money to Innisfil, and well, that you get more money you know, that uh, way. And at the end of the day, this is what it's all about. Yes, like you said, you know we're we're here to make a bit of money, but we're we're going to help the client make more money. You yes. know, uh, so that at the end of the day, they have more money to play with. They can either buy another property, take a vacation, give the money to their kids, whatever it is they want to do. Yeah. Um, and. By choosing us to do this for them, we can assure them a little more money because we cast a wider net, and we're all over the place, as you said. So, uh, And if anybody is from out of town, keep in mind that we will bring Toronto money to your area as opposed to the local market, who doesn't even advertise on the Toronto MLS. So nobody from here even knows it's for sale. Yeah. Uh, whereas we, we cast an extremely wide net, and we make sure it's exposed to as many people as possible, bringing more people to your house, more people competing for it, especially in today's market. Well, and this, there are some people out there who do not want to get the most amount of money. There are some people no. who don't care. I have a friend. No, they're afraid of what they're going to do with all that money, I suppose. I know. Right. But we also, and the other thing I'm saying about taking the de-stress out, there's, there's 50,000 real estate agents out there. Not yeah. all of them are good, but some. you're one of the best ones. But I'm going to say there's only about 10 of me, and I'm the best at what I do. Okay? Absolutely. And yeah. we're, we actually, we take care of one client we're taking, we are selling their house. We are moving them to another house. We're trying to get them a condo. We're, and we're doing the moving. We take the incomplete stress out of it. Yesterday, yeah. we delivered all the packing supplies. They want to pack it themselves. We would have packed if they wanted to. They want to pack it. We dropped off the packing supplies to them completely. Bubble paper, all the right stuff for them. Okay? 
I know you got to go and you got some appointments saying that's where you want to get in early. I will talk to you later on in the week. Give me your phone number. Put your phone number out there. Pretend this is an advertisement. Put your ad- your uh, number out there. Great. So it's Rick DeBacco from Royal Page Real Estate Professionals. And yep. my phone number, I can be reached anytime, any day, 416-258-3972. You said nice and slow. Thanks, Rick. And Or they can call us at 905-737-4653. Thanks for the information as usual. And you say prices are up right now. This is yes, the time to sell, right? You're right. Yeah, the fall market's a full swing. Uh, they should get in there right now. Thanks. Talk to you there. Thanks, Rick. Have a great day. You Bye. too. And I'm going to say that. Last week, two weeks ago, gold was at $2,050. This is going to tie in the real estate story. And everyone was, oh, it's going to go higher. It's going to go higher. I don't know if I should sell yet. And then gold dropped off $50. And everyone's trying to sell it because they're worried about going, starting to go the other way. And it's funny how people's psychology works on this kind of stuff. Do you have anything to say? Well, you know, I, being a recent home, but well, not recent. I bought it five years ago. But like for me, I'm always thinking, what what value does my place have? What could I sell it for? Even if I'm not gonna sell it, I'm always curious of what I could sell it for. So. <laughs> Someone that's willing to sell it, I can just imagine what they're thinking all the time of like, hmm, like, you know, when should I sell? What's my value? How can I do this? Like, there's a lot of questions always going through your head, and we are that one-stop shop. We take the stress out of it. If you, like, if our number to reach us, like, if you want, if you, on Wednesday, and you wake up, and you're like, this has to go, got to sell the house, we have a number right now you can reach us, Uh, is, well, for our store, sorry, if you want to reach us at our store at any time during the week, the number is 905 Seven three seven four six five three. That's the number for our store that we're in Richmond Hill. That's nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. We're at ten thousand three forty one Young, uh, and it's just north on Major McKenzie, and we're unit number two. We're a little uh, shop in the corner. You'll see us when you pull up there, or when you pull up there. Yeah. And also call us just ahead of time. And if you just want to get some information on something, like if it's not if it's not your house, if it's not an item, if it's someone else's item. We have uh, we know the people, or we have the information to to get it done. Uh, but that being said, if you want to reach us right now, uh, we are taking phone calls live. The number to reach us is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're going to go to uh, Frank in Dundas. Hey, Frank. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. I would like to know if you could give me a, a rough estimate as to what a sterling silver tea set would be worth. It was my mother's. Uh, she was married in, um, well, the early 40s. And uh, I believe my sister still has it. It's comprised of, I'm not too sure whether it's a six set or four set of teacup and saucers and the actual tea um, pot itself. And um, you have a tray? Pardon me? Was a stirring tray. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, here's how it comes down to. Now, unless it depends on who made it, uh, Burks is we melt Burks. If it's Pufacat, uh, Christoffel, uh, Tiffany, uh, some of the big names, Peterson. It may, it may have been Burks. Uh, okay. I had to be corrected there, though. <clears throat> okay. What happens now is the kids don't want to do it. Like last week, I was at Christie and I was buying the tea sets off of dealers. And last week we were paying, I think silver was a little higher. We were paying 60 cents a gram and I bought almost everything on the field. So that means all of those dealers had bought them off of people because a lot of them go door knocking or they'd bomb in auctions. And they said, well, this is a good enough price for us. Now, right now, I think it's around, oh, it's probably about 58 cents a gram in that area. So it all depends on what it weighs. Um, and it really comes down to that because um, in 1960, if you got married, uh, you went to Ashley's or one of these big or Burks, and you put your name on the bridal registry, and you got either silver plate or sterling, depending, you know, what how rich your friends were, and uh, and, and your china, you got it, everything like that, and they would give you one person would buy the teapot, someone else would buy the cream and sugar and stuff. But the good thing is, if it's plate, we'd only be paying you $3 a pound. With sterling, it's so much a gram. Now, I bought a set last week that weighed 7,000 grams. 
Really? So 7000 times 60 cents is $4,200. Now, it all depends what it weighs. Now, there's a couple things you have to take off for weight is uh, the grommets between the handle are going to be made out of ivory or a plastic. Or if the handles are not sterling, you got to take those off because we're buying it to melt. And it's, some people don't want to know that, but it's what's going to happen. If someone tells you they're not going to melt it. They're, oh, I'm going to sell it, keep it in my store. We keep it in the store for a week or two. If it doesn't sell, it goes to melt because there's going to be another T-Sec coming in right on its heels. Like literally you saw uh, what we bought last week, and it was all from the dealers. Now, I'm buying from dealers. I'm at the top of the heap. Some guy comes to your house and wants to buy it, then they're going to buy it. Or if you're you go to the downsizer, downsizer sells to a person who's their ster- sterling expert, and the sterling expert sells it to us because we're the top. Like I say, we pay the most on sterling, we pay the most on gold, and we pay the most on uh, silver plate. We do a lot of melting. But All your right, set's now. only going to be worth what it's met. Now, your t- what's going to weigh probably more than you think is going to be, if you have a flatware set, might be sterling as well. But uh, you might have other the, items. The, Pardon? The, excuse me. The the interior of the, the teapot is uh, a a gold color, right? Yeah, it'll be gilt. Um, yeah, uh, be yeah. coated because um, tea is corrosive. But probably it's never been used. You probably have never used it. I don't think so. You know, um, my sister has it. I hope she still has it. But it, it was um, I mean, what you're telling me that. I mean, she was married, my mother, that is, mm-hmm. was married in the um, early 40s. Yep. So it may have had its, uh, let's say, more worth as we came into the 60s, or beg your pardon, the 50s. Oh, when silver was at $50 a gra- an ounce? Yes. Uh, once upon a time, right? Silver is twenty three seventeen a gra- an ounce right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, twenty three thirteen dollars an ounce. That's what, but your silver is only nine two five. We're going to go into this later in the show. Sterling silver is not pure silver, but it's 92.5% silver. So we just do the mathematics of what's going to come out to it. A lot of people now, and I'm going to say this, and I want people to listen, and you should be copying down the numbers I'm going to give you later on the show, because there are dealers out there who tell you your sterling is only worth 30 cents a gram. It's not. Okay, it's not. We're paying like 56, I have to figure out the exact number. I think it's 57 cents a gram or 58 cents a gram right now. Last we were paying 60, but silver's dropped a little bit this week. And there are dealers out there trying to buy your 10 karat gold at $10 a gram. We're paying 22.24. They're paying 14 karat gold. I don't care if it's busted or what it looks like because we're melting it. It's 31.14. And and 18 karat gold is $40 a gram. Now, I had a person in this week that was in one of these people who advertise, oh, we buy your gold, Allah, we give the highest prices. Well, here's what happened. And this is like you got to use common sense. And this is, really bugs me sometimes. They offer them like $500. Then they go to walk out and they offer them $700. And then they walk from $800. Anyone who does that, anytime that someone does that, you don't walk out of that store, you run out of that store because you don't know when they're being honest, okay? Mm-hmm. We're giving our prices. If someone's willing to pay more than I am, that's okay. But a person who wants to start you off at half price and then move you up from there, do not do business with those people, literally, okay? Mm-hmm. And they advertise you know, a lot. If, if, if I may, I, I really appreciate your solid information here. Uh, I, I don't know whether I can get – well, you already gave me the answer. It, it, I, what I was – more curious of is whether the aesthetic value of the t no. was still holding, but it isn't. You already just declared that. So, but you're very informative. If you are located at and your number, in case we have any reasons to want to, you know, there are things like jewelry, yep. as you well know, and all these other things that are could be popping up. And uh, unfortunately, I had a, a cousin who just died, and she had some valuable rings and one of the. Um, how would you say relations took it to a pawn shop and I'll oh. only leave you there. That's it. But if you are your, your first name again, sorry, I'm Paul. My son's Bogart. We're in Toronto gold silver in uh, uh-huh. we're right next to another shop. There's other jewelry shops up there. And we recommend you'll, you'll hear it a thousand times on this show. We get, get a second opinion, make sure one uh, of them yeah. is ours. Well, and sure, then when you yeah. get a second opinion, take the highest price. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh-huh. go ahead. Your phone number, please. Oh, 905-737-4653. Uh-huh. 
And I don't have to be there for the gold and silver, but for collectibles, I should be the one that helps you out. Mm-hmm. But I'm out on the road a lot. But like I say, one of every three collections of costume jewelry comes in, we find gold and silver in it. We sell the costume jewelry. We'll get you more money. Even if you're going to want to donate to the church, let us take a look at it, and we might give you more money, and then donate the money to the church. The mm-hmm. church will always take cash. I know this, okay? If you want, donate it. But get the most oh. money for it before you do it. Right. Okay? The only thing i got to say to you about this is I wish I knew you a year ago. <laughs> I was I was here a year ago. It's your fault well, you didn't I, know me, okay? I, I think the radio is such an informative uh, starting point, and I guess I, when, all I'm saying to you is uh, with, with thorough respect that I only found you on the radio here. I uh, didn't have this cross my mind until I started listening to this program right now. Okay. So let it be that. I appreciate your your uh, your um, answers here, and it, it's uh, it's not discouraging. No, no, but you know what you got to do now? You have to tell, you've got neighbors. I know you have neighbors. You live in the city, you got neighbors. I want you to tell uh-huh. each neighbor on each side of the road where you were and tell them about us, okay? I, I, we get into the chat on these things. I'm, I'm in my mid-70s, you see, so we're, we're talking about uh, the accumulation of source of, that is going like from one house to a condominium, and we got yep. to get rid of this and that, you know what I mean? So, That's where you need us. That is our specialty. Yeah, so if if you do want to reach us at our store, we are at 10,341 Young Street on Young Street, just north of Major McKenzie, unit number two. The number to reach us at our store is 905-737-4653. If you want to bring it in, if you just want to call us and just find out a little bit of something about what, what you have or what we have and how we sell it, that's that's where you can reach us. Uh, but if you want to reach us right now, the number is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And more of your calls when we come back. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zooplex, taking your phone calls all about stuff, your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. How to get rid of your stuff? How to evaluate stuff? That's what this show is about. We're Simon Heroes. I'm here with my dad and myself, Paul Bogart. We are the consignment heroes. This is what we do. Now, we're talking about anything. We're talking about sports memorabilia, stamps, lunch pails, books, sports cards, lamps, clocks, snowshoes, coins, art. You know, the list is there. Aren't you surprised snowshoes is on the list? A little bit. <laughs> but I have seen snow, show shoes, snow shoes with um, with some serious value. Like, yes. Like, oh, well, like, wow, how old are those? Like, do those even work? When would you ever use those? How can snowshoes not work? You put them on your feet and you stay above the snow. Yeah, I know. But what if they don't have the, like, the the bracket things? And listen, I've seen snowshoes and I don't know if they worked. Okay. Now, uh, aren't those like tennis just, rackets? We're just going to add snowshoes to a long list of things you don't know about. But I'm going to teach you something about a, uh, mid-century modern. Before we go to any calls right now for a second. I wanna... uh, Hold on before we go to any rant. Uh, if you do want to reach us right now, for all the people that are... Uh, are yeah, you, Well, you were about to do something. So before my dad starts to do something, if you do want to get in uh, in queue for uh, to get some phone calls in here, the, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. Hold that rant. Again, the number to reach us right now is 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 Four seven four zero. Now away you go. Okay, I'm not ranting right now. I'm going to talk about appraisals and what you should and shouldn't get appraised. Say someone is you, um, you're looking at an estate and you want to know what the stuff is, the items are worth. Now, if it's got diamonds or if it's big fancy stones and those rings, you can bring them into us and we'll tell you what to get appraised. And generally, you want to have get items that are going to sell for over two hundred and fifty dollars to get appraised. So, but you should not appraise the gold. And I'm saying this because it generally is only worth what its melt value is worth. Whether you keep it or not, you want any dealer will tell you what its melt value. So say you have a bracelet and it weighs 20 grams and it is 14 carat. That's going to be uh, 600 and it's going to be $620 of gold, what we'll give you. The actual gold value is going to be approximately $700, okay, of actual gold in it. And the reason I'm saying this is because some appraisal places will charge you, and the lawyer will say, here, uh, $50 per appraisal. 
Now, you want to know, before you get appraised, you don't want to appraise a $10 item. They'll still charge you $50 for a $10 item. This is where it makes me mad sometimes. You should just use a little bit of common sense. And like you say, if you bring a diamond into us that's over half a carat, we will not buy it until we get appraised. It protects you and protects us, okay? And we'll get the appraised value on it. Now, when I'm saying this as well, and I want you to listen carefully on this part, um, if you see in um, one of these big box jewelry stores, they'll have an appraisal value of uh, $6,000. I'm using our number. I'm going to say $2,000. And what it'll typically sell for, an item like that should sell for in the aftermarket at $500. Sells about 25 cents on the dollar. Dealers will give you between 15 and 25 cents. That's generally what it sells for. We sell them, and we have many items in our store that are appraised at a thousand, and by a good appraiser, not some guy just came up with a pie in the sky number, appraised at a thousand, we sell them at two hundred and fifty dollars. Or if it's a two thousand dollar appraisal, sell it five hundred. And sometimes, if it's really particularly nice, it might go up as high as thirty percent. And I'm saying that because a lot of people, you've gone to these antique shows, or you go to places, and they'll say, "Oh, this is appraised at that two thousand. Uh, that means it's a, half of that's a thousand, and we're willing to give it to you for half of that." And you think you're getting a great deal. All you're doing is getting the regular price. Well, you're, you're, off, you're getting awfully confusing. The thing is, I think what we should take from your last five minutes of blabbering is that if someone is willing to offer you something for a value, is it's not necessarily what they're just saying they can offer you. It's what they're actually going to offer you with money. Yes. With cash, right? Like, so if someone's like, hey, I want to buy that off you. But, you know, I'll, I'll give you that money later. What about, like, no, no. Like, if this is what the value is. You tell them this is worth $1,000. Right or this is worth five hundred dollars, and this is why. A lot yeah. of times, places aren't telling people why it's worth that. No, but there's the appraisals for insurance, and that's no, what- no, 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 no. I understand, but that's when you explain that to somebody. You say like, this is the insurance value of what it could be purchased for. You're getting it for this amount, not a problem. I'm not referencing just to jewelry. I'm referencing to everything. Yeah. Is when someone's like, yeah, you know what? This is only worth X and X because X and X. Yeah. If you cross-reference that information with another dealer and it matches up, that makes sense. But if yeah. another person is just telling it to you to try to buy it off of you or eagerly trying to buy it off of you, there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. They're trying to maximize their their profit off of it while you suffer because you don't know. They're taking advantage of you. But here's part of the difference. If a ring is appraised at $2,000 and a purse is appraised at $2,000, if it's Hermes purse or uh, a named purse, the purse will sell for fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars, where the jewelry only sell for five hundred. Yeah, so but that's that's what I'm saying. There's an exception, I would say, for jewelry, uh, for diamonds and everything like that. There's just there is that exception. But my main point is, don't get your gold appraised. Get it weighed, but don't pay money to get it. You can bring it to us. We'll weigh it, tell you what carrot it is, test it for you, and tell you what it's worth. And we're not going to charge you fifty dollars. Yeah, but we're also going to tell you, like, tell you, hey. Go elsewhere. Check it out. Verify it. Yes. Go online. Go to another dealer. Like we're not trying to get that sale off you then and then and there because we, we believe aren't. that. Well, we are, but like you're not. We're not pressuring you into it. No. This no. is what we're 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 the networking uh, antiquers. We want to. You have a positive experience. You getting legitimate information. That's why we do this radio show for years because we're trying to sell our brand of who we are, how honest we are, and we want everyone to make money. Yeah. If you don't sell it to us, that's fine. But whoever you are selling it to, just make sure you're getting more money. The fair price. The fair price. Yes. The Paul price. But if you do want to get that price right now, you can call in. Reach us right now. The number is 416-360-0740. We are live right now taking your phone calls. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740-4740. If you missed the nem- memo about the pen and the paper at the beginning of the show, you need it. Okay. There's a lot of information. But speaking of gold, we do have a caller. Um, okay. Uh, we have Bill in Peterborough. Hi, Bill. Yes. Hi. Welcome to Simon uh, Heroes. Um, I'm like, sorry, I'm uh, quite hard of hearing. But anyway, um, I have plaster gold uh, or free gold. Uh, you purchased that too? Well, any kind of gold we'll purchase. If it can be melted, the only gold we can't take is con- is um, electronic that was in electronic, like in video recorders or cameras or radios. 
or anything like that. Any of the gold that was commercially used because of the cadmium, but any other kind of gold we can handle. Okay, because I've got a, I don't know, uh, I've found five uh, containers, uh, you know, uh, the 35 millimeter uh, that the film used to come in. Okay. Uh, I've found five, but I know there's more than that around. Um, I used to sell it out in Western Canada to a jeweler. Okay. And he didn't charge the 12% the government took. (laughs) Anyway, uh, but if I find them all and took them up, you should be interested. Oh, yes. And I, okay. it depends if you're driving town. It's, it depends how close you are. We can come out and see you. If it's a large enough I don't want to drive to Peterborough if it's $30 in sales. But oh, no. in something larger like that, I'm sure um, what I do is try and combine it with other things I'm going to do out in the area. Some days I go east, some days I go west. And I try and do three or four calls at one time. And I always ta- I always bite off more than I can chew. It's uh-huh. um, At the end of the day, I run out of day before I run out of work. You know, oh. but... I'd be glad to, and might you might have other items like that. That um, gold and silver is always saleable, and but there's other items as well. We're always looking for unique items, especially like I say, we're going to be doing, um, I think more shows like we did for Vision TV or something like that, or something like we might be doing for our own pilot. So I'm always looking for oddball items, and that sounds like a great item. If you find these, we're we yeah. can have some fun with it and get you some money. How's that? That's what you'd like, uh, right? You see, I flew for a company out in B.C. Yeah. And on the weekends and days off, we had an old PA-18 that we used to fly in different places. But I used to go look for gold. Uh And anyway, uh, that's uh, how come I got them. And I guess how come I got so many of them, I just kept putting it away. And this is back in the 70s. when. Now, what you have to make sure... Excuse me a second. Even if you don't sell to me, you got to come up with a value on this. And um, because whatever happens, you don't want someone throwing it out as a bunch of rocks. That's okay. Right. So either cash it in. Now, it doesn't have to be with me, but cash it in or at least explain the approximate value of what you've got there. So that if you're handing it down to grandkids or something like that, someone else is getting it, that they don't throw it in the garbage. Because I can't tell you how many times I go to houses and people, I don't know if they try to impress me, but the garbage they throw out sometimes is worth more than the stuff they keep. Okay? And you know that if someone didn't know what that was, they'd look at it and say, here's a bunch of rocks. Let's throw it in the driveway. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like I said, uh, um, call me as soon as you find it. You got my number. My store number is 905-737-4653. Or if you want to hang on, you can give your number to our producer here. And I can call you after the show. Okay? Okay. Hang on. I'm going to get you. My producer's about to take your call now. I'm <laughs> uh, predicting the future. Okay. You're getting, you're getting good at this. Uh, but if you do um, want to call in right now and uh, get a live appraisal on any of the items that you may have, we're talking about costume jewelry, old toys, lamps, tins, bottles, fishing lures, coins, art, gold, silver, old comics, video games. Uh, the number of interest right now is 416 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. Again, that is four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. The toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And more of your calls when we come back. Welcome back to Simon Heroes. We're here live down here at the Zoomplex taking phone calls all about stuff. Your stuff, our stuff, everywhere stuff, stuff. You know, there's we always go through this this list of what you know people may have, but it's there. Like it's, oh, it's in the. You know where it is? I found a new place it's at. Oh, where? It's in the cottages as well. In the cottages? No, no. But keep, my best rooms, okay, there's always upstairs. But we find some of the best stuff in the basement and the attics and at the cottage because the cottage is something you brought up there 30 years ago and on your way home, you never take it back to the house. Okay, the old stack of comic books, the old antler head, the old, there's all sorts of stuff that your wife has kicked out of the house sometimes. You know, the fishing equipment's up there. Fishing lures go for a lot of money. Totally the $101,000 for a fishing lure. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot of money to me. Okay? Well, yeah, but one fishing lure is an exception. Yeah. No, but there's other ones. People collecting fishing stuff. There's always people collecting something. But what I want to talk a little bit about as well today is mid-century modern. 
because I mentioned it on here, and people wonder what I'm talking about. Mid-century indicates 1950, 1960. Mm-hmm. It's also that Scandinavian stuff, the stuff that the furniture is usually teak, um, and it's got the smooth straight lines to it, and it's got a whole look to it. That is still very saleable. If you get 1940s Diamond Suite, I can't sell it. Like, so it's just because it's 10 years older you can sell it? It's not age. It's a style. People want that kind of look. You'd like mid-century modern. Oh, thanks. Your wife would like it. But it's also the pottery, the phones. Everyone's trying to recapture the 1960s. The, um, yeah, you remember this, do you know about a show called Leave it to Beaver? No. Oh, it was an amazing show. But it's 1950s and 1960s. But it was and mid-century. you asked me about that. And you asked me if I know about that show. Well, I thought I, thought you, I brought you up better. You That's made all. me. How are you dating me? Okay. Um, people were trying to recapture that nice time period in, in America where people's values and your handshake meant something, your word meant something. And they're also, but like it's, it's the style. It was uh, um, the mid-century modern, the straight lines, the pottery, the lamps. There are, and there's a lot of houses where they're keeping the, the older Edwardian diamond street because they think it's worth money, and they're tossing out the teak. Oh, this is 1960. What could it be worth? Or 1970. If it's made in Denmark. Some of those sets go up to $10,000. Okay, so I want to say that mid-century modern, the 1960s, like the telephones, um, and the lamps, the especially the lamps. I can get two, $300 for a lamp from 1960 where I can't get $10 for a lamp from 1930. No. Okay. So I'm just trying to explain that because I'm trying to this this show is to tweak people to think what they look around the room. There's two things they're going to see: something that brings a smile to their face, and something they say, "What could that be worth?" Or that's worth nothing. Maybe it's not worth nothing. Okay, and that's where we help. So like, maybe it's not worth nothing. Sorry, they say I, it's got some value. It's, it's got, some, got value. some value. But I want to say mid-century modern, and I go into houses, and it is still selling. Or the toys. We sold a toy from 1958 this week. It was a tin car in the box, about 18 inches long. It sold for $2,046 U.S., which is around $2,700. That's not bad. For a toy car. Yeah, that's not bad. That someone thought... And I and I, I also had a bear. But, you know, the old tin toys, the wind-up or the battery-operated... Mm-hmm. If you've got the box, it's a lot. I have a Popeye right now that's worth about $3,500. Popeye. Popeye. He's rowing a boat from 1958. Oh, that'd be cool. How much is it worth? About $3,500. One sold for $15,000. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot. Okay. <coughs> um, okay. If you do want to reach us right now, the number to reach us is 416-360-0740. Again, that's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. If we don't get to your call... You need to call it next week. But we do have a, a full board to go to. Um, we're going to Ron in Toronto. How you doing, guys? Uh, good. Welcome to the show. Good. I was wondering how you tell if a cameo is uh, ivory or just something else. Shell? What Pardon? color is it? It's, got, it's the cameos. There's four cameo jewelry things okay. on a chain. Okay, well, again, I'm going to make, okay, they can be made out of ivory, very unlikely. Yeah. They're generally made out of abalone shell or shell, uh-huh. and what they do is they cut around, they'll take away the color, it'll go from pink to white, and they'll either take away one color or the other. The other thing is the cameos, they are intaglios, they have the jewelry that is made out of glass. So it was made in Czech, a lot of good stuff was made in Czechoslovakia, because uh, uh-huh. they're experts at making the glass stuff. Um, they had cameos or they looked very similar, but they're generally all one color. What you're looking at is probably on the edge will be um, pink and on the, the lady in the middle will be uh, white. Now, the way you can tell sometimes that ages on these, this is kind of a weird thing, is the nose. The straight no- Roman nose will be an older cameo. or uh, But the ones that are like little pixie noses like... Uh, Oh, Shirley MacLaine nose, where it just pulls up at the end, a little pixie nose. Those are the newer cameos. They'll be 1940s and 50s. Okay. This is a long time ago. My mother had it years ago. That'll be probably a straight nose, or the one that sells the most is probably the three muses. Um, But cameos have gone downhill in selling. Sometimes we'll take the gold. They'll be in a gold frame. The frame will be gold. Be fourteen or eighteen carat, and well, the gold is worth more than the cameo. Yeah, well, yeah and then we'll put what well, we'll reinsert into a silver or another kind of frame. 
Okay. Yeah, yes, four, four on this one gold. I think it's a gold chain. I don't know. Is gold magnetic? Yeah. No, it's not. It's not? Well, I'll try a magnet on the tent. <laughs> I should actually yeah. tell people that. When they're going through the silver and gold, you run a magnet over it, mm-hmm. <coughs> and both silver and gold are non-magnetic. Silver tarnishes. Gold does not tarnish. Yeah. Okay. But also, you're going to find a mark on it. It's almost illegal not to have the 14 carat or 10 carat on the gold. Well, I've got this chain that's got 14 carat on the clasp. Mm-hmm. But yet it's magnetic. Now, there might be a spring inside it, and sometimes they lie. Now, maybe this gold chain is probably phony then. Um, I'd have to see it. But we do test it, okay? Yeah. That's what people, we ask people to bring it in, and um, we can find out. We're, we're experts to look. Sometimes I'll look at something that's marked like that, and I, or I can find gold from 20 feet away. So that's a gold piece. Pull it out. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. We're just used to doing it, and but we tell the client, and that's what, we, that's what we're best at. Right. Okay? We're, we're best at separating the, the wheat from the chaff. Chaff. Yeah. You know what that means, Bo? Yes, yes sir? I do. <laughs> okay, I'm not. No, I know you know what it is, sir. Yeah. I want to know if my son does. Thanks. Okay, thanks for the call. Uh, we're gonna go to uh, Steve in Oakville. Hi, Steve. Yeah. Hi. hi welcome to Simon Heroes. Yeah. Anybody was listening to the show, I would like to know. I have a six carat emerald. I bought it in Colombia, or maybe twenty years ago. Ah, uh, okay. The emeralds are worth money. It's a, it's a large emerald. Um, you got to get appraised by the newer, the, what they're appraising them at now. Uh, the appraisal from 20 years ago is not going to count because I think the prices have come down, but some of the larger ones still sell. But since they've had the advent of man-made um, the emeralds and, and root, it, they're just not doing as well. Uh, the natural emerald will sell. It's a you, natural you, emerald. Yeah. You'll have to get, you should get appraised. It'll cost you uh, about $20 to bring it into our shop. We get appraised for its size, clarity, and cut. Okay. And I have a $20 U.S. gold piece. <coughs> they are .9675 of an ounce. Yeah. Um, just a little bit under an ounce. So they're about $1,950. I'm giving you approximate on $1,920. What they are, what they are uh, 22 carats? Yeah, it's 90% gold. Uh, the American stuff. And now here's your problem with this. Some people want to get rid of it because they want... 90 this 90% gold coins have tax on them HST gold bars 999 pure bars which we sell in the store for people who are putting away large amounts like say you bought your soldier house and you have a couple hundred thousand you want in gold and silver we don't sell people coins we sell them the bars because right. there's no HST going forward and if you go to Turkey or you go to Japan or Australia or anywhere you go in the world these are saleable okay so that what makes part of the difference. Up until and like uh, they they made these gold coins up until the 30s until they demonetized gold when the the U.S. government took uh, took everyone's gold and silver. I mean gold. Yeah, 1930s. Coin is an old coin. It's not a new coin. No, no, I understand. But yeah. most of them are not uh, unless you've got a special one. Most of them are not uh, numismatic. The gold values where the value is. I bought 20 this week. Okay. But no, it's still gold. Don't don't you know? It's still almost one ounce of gold. It's exact. Actually, it's actually point nine six seven five of an ounce. Yeah. Okay. I, I have a fifty fifty pesos gold one. That weighs one point two ounces, and we buy those as well. But they're not. They you know, we buy them as gold. Oh, I see. You know, but it's a good coin. But it's one point two ounces. Okay. Uh huh. And you know where my store much. is? Where it. We have two stores side by each. You're welcome to go into the other one. We're at 10,341 Young Street. In Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill. And if you have enough gold coins, I'll come and visit you. But we're in Richmond Hill, and uh, we're always open for buying gold and silver and helping people out. Yeah, I have lots of silver coins, too. The whole box full. Oh, then come in. Because if it's uh, if it's good numismatic, we'll pull it out. Otherwise, it's sell for silver. Okay. okay? And but gold is at a top price right now, and I silver's know. just high. But gold is near the highest it's ever been. Okay? Yeah, thanks very much. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Uh, let's go to Tina in St. Catharines. Hey, Tina. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. 
I have a approximately 300-year-old barge clock. It's called a barge clock because it doesn't stand on the ground. It's Dutch, and they used to hang them in the boats, and it's got uh, handmade lead weights okay. and an alarm, an alarm uh, setting with okay. a hand-painted face. Okay. You know, wait until the very end of the show to stump me, aren't you? Okay. <laughs> I've never, a barge clock, I don't know what that is. Well, and I guess I'm, you know, I don't know everything, but I know people who do. Yeah. Now, it hangs on the wall, or is it? Yes, yeah, it hangs on the wall. It's about three, three and a half feet long. And you know it to be 300 years old, though, eh? Yeah, because uh, I inherited it from my dad, and he inherited it from his dad. And okay. I'm 75, so it's got to be close to 300 years old. Uh, some, okay, I'll have to do my own research to figure out. Okay. Uh, don't mean, uh, okay, I'd love to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, then I can, there'll be other telltale signs in it to how old it is in manufacture and, uh, or the wood or the name, there might be a maker in there. Um, that'll be the biggest thing for helping sell it will be the maker. I mentioned this a lot because people who collect them, they want to know, um, if I'm, even if you're selling to the world, you got to give the world a little bit more details on what you got so that they'll pay the high price. So we have to know a maker on it. And then it'll come down to how it looks. It might be good for a prop, or it might be someone actually collects them, or someone wants to repatriate it back to Holland or wherever it was from, okay? It's a beautiful clock. Like I said, the weights are all handmade lead. I know, but you say it's beautiful, and I show it to my son here, and he'll say, that's an old clock. You know, I'm going to use my iPhone here. Uh, but it, beauty's in the beho- eye of the beholder. We'll probably need the world to take a look at this, Okay. Thank you for the call, but you can send me a picture at sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Other people are free to do this, too. Yeah, everybody's free to do this. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And also, you can also, we have a store. We're at 10,341 Young Street. That is on Young Street, north of Major McKenzie, unit number two. There's a big other uh, coin store right across the street, well, beyond the wall, but um, we're we're the other store in the plaza, and you can yeah. come in anytime. You can call us. The number to reach us also is at nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. We're welcoming. We're warm. We always want to give someone a deal. We have some things to look at in there, you know. And that's uh, it's a good. We plan. mainly sell. We mainly sell to the world. That's yeah, the we mainly sell to the world. We so. had an auction yesterday, but I welcome people. Just if you're downsizing or thinking about selling your house, we can have it from. The day we walk in and make the deal, you can have your house sold in two weeks. And we can do everything we're supposed to do, and we take the stress out of it. I can't overemphasize this. I had a lady this week, oh, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. I says, no, I do that. You just sit back and take the money. Yeah, we're a one-stop shop for everything you need. You you need to get rid of stuff. You want to buy stuff. You want to sell stuff. We're it. We're the Consignment Heroes. I'm here with my dad. Uh, It's always a pleasure having everybody here on a Sunday afternoon. But also tune in next week. We're going to continue to do this. We're going to continue to give advice. Uh, We love doing the show. Am I going to say anything special next week? Thank you for listening, folks. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.